ho, ho, it's Christmas. Oh, boss, I'm supposed to say something. I don't know. I was going to listen to you there. <laughs> That's the way it normally works. I say something, you say something. I thought maybe you're going to start singing or something, something festive and yeah, no. Christmassy. And um, this is the Christmas episode. This clearly. is Green Cars Don't Fly Christmas special. And we came here by sleigh and um, we're going to leave by sleigh. We are, yeah. And we're going to bring you a lovely story, a very festive story. Yes. <coughs> it's Randolph's um, Christmas. Something to warm the cockles of your heart. And this is all taking place before the actual quest, so it's a, it's a standalone story. Yeah. Which should hopefully get you to beat off a mood for Christmas. Yes, it's got loads of Christmassy things. It's got Christmas trees, it's got reindeers, it's got... It's got turkeys. It's, yeah, it's got... No, it doesn't, have got, it doesn't have reindeers, I looked. Oh, hasn't it? Well, he's missed a trick there. Take take it the AI's written this again, has it? Oh, of course. Right, so it could be anything then, really, couldn't it? Could be anything. (laughs) Shall we hear it? I think we should. And I just need to tell you that Brian sent me an email the other day. He said... uh, Oh, not another one. Yes, well, he's getting progressively more terse. He said, look, if I'm going to have to do this rubbish, I want looking after. So he's asked for uh, six mince pies and a half bottle of port. Gee, at least it's only half a bottle. Well, half yeah. a bottle? Yeah. Well, well, are we drinking the first half and give him the rest? Or I think so. Let's hope he hasn't been at it. I can see him over in his booth over there. Oh, he's glaring. Uh-oh. Yeah. Here we go. Stand by. Bah humbug. Come on, Brian. Chop, chop. Get cracking. Didn't exactly push the boat out with these mince pies. They're hardly Marks and Spencer. Not exactly full of the Christmas spirit, is he? No, and he got it all so wrong. He said push the boat out, but he should have said um, push the sleigh out. <laughs> he should have done. Mm. Or the toboggan. Yeah, miserable git. Come on, Brian. Christmas crackers. Grandolf drives into the Tesco car park. Oops. Ice. Under the snow. Shit. He momentarily loses control over the steering skids to the left and bumps into some Chelsea tractor parked over two spaces. They always do that, don't they? What's that? Who? Chelsea tractors take up two spaces, or else they park on the bunk across one space. Them and BMW drivers (laughs) and Audis. Don't start me. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. Let's be nice. But maybe you need to explain to our... To our non-British listeners, what a Chelsea tractor is. Yes, yes, it's Chelsea tractors. They tend to be big SUVs, like, I don't know, Range Rovers, um, four-wheel drives. Have to be careful. Better not say anything about women drivers. Were you sitting there? Uh, people drive them. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas punch-up. Yeah, Christmas punch-up, yeah. Uh, and pe- well, people well, it's Christmas those. punch, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, their, owner- <laughs> their owners and drivers tend to take no care over how they park them. Yeah, they're the kinds of cars that look like you should be going in a field with it, but only um, you, you can't go in a field with it, not with those things. No, that's right. That's why they buy them. They think they can go off-road, but they can't really. Yeah, they don't really look like they want to go in, in fields either. They're usually sort of um, handbag people, designer or fake yes. designer. Well, yes, exactly. And you, you, <laughs> you actually have to be called Max or Giles 
or Poppy <laughs> or Jocasta. The or Apple. Or Apple, yeah. Apple. No, you want a convertible. If you're going to be in the field, you might as well be in the field properly. You know, convertible roof yeah. off. Might as well. How brick turns on the car shit. <laughs> Moo. <laughs> he stops and looks out of his side window into the Chelsea tractor's rear screen window. Nobody inside. Oh, well. The little dragon princess wasn't on board after all. And no diver either. Good. Did he just say diver? I think he did. I think he's in a marina rather than a car park. This is the first typo. Yeah, well, you'd be getting a stiff memo from us, I think, after this. And the little dragon princess on oh, board. Oh, sweet, I know. <laughs> I always drive very carefully when I follow something like that. Oh, I hate these stickers. <laughs> Don't you? I do. With, little with princess a, on board, so what do you want to do with it? Yeah, as if you wouldn't, you Don't know. If it, yes, if there wasn't a little princess on board, you'd be sort of actually smashing into the back of it. Exactly. You? So, so you're actually taking care not to... <laughs> Well, maybe he's um, well, he's just done that, hasn't he? He's not in it, and he just um, smashed into the car. Do you think he's going to report it? Is he going to leave a note behind the windscreen wiper? No. Doesn't sound like it, does it? <laughs> People shouldn't keep dragons anyway. They're not for life and certainly not for Christmas. Grandolf puts the car back in gear and drives on, down to the other side of the car park. He's late. Bloody snow. And it's the pink snow. He hates that especially. It's super fluffy. Wreaks havoc on the roads that does. Delayed him no end. On top of that, it's Christmas so everyone has gone a bit mad crackers. He's arranged to meet the guy at 10pm and it's now 10.01, but he doesn't care. The guy will wait. He wants something as much as he does, the guy that is. He wants something, and, actually, Grandolf does too. They both want something. Do you think they want something? It sounds like they want something. They may just really want something, maybe something Christmassy. Yeah, what could it be? Since they've gone a bit mad crackers, maybe they want crackers? Yeah, well, or maybe crack. Maybe crack. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you deal in a car park? <laughs> it sounds, it's all in in that way, isn't it, you know? In a Tesco car park. Yeah, well, <laughs> if you're going to do it, where else? You wouldn't be doing it in Waitrose car park. I mean, that sort of thing simply doesn't go on in Waitrose. Grandolf parks his car in the farthest and darkest corner of the car park right next to the guy's brown Vauxhall Astra, which, as expected, is towing a brown trailer. The guy is already here. Damn. Grandolf was hoping to be first so he could do a perimeter check to make sure no coppers are about. Never mind. Grandolf opens the car door. His own car door of course. He'd have to get out of his car first if he wanted to open the other guy's car door. Well I'm glad he explained that because I really thought he was actually opening the other guy's door. I really so got confused I. there. <laughs> it's another one of the AI's... Uh... Over explanations, yeah. Over explanations, yeah, yeah. The snow crunches under his foot as he gets out. He likes that sound. It's the same sound a neck makes when it's being broken. Grandolf wanders nonchalantly towards the Vauxhall so as not to draw attention. Then a noise in the hedge which is bordering the car park startles him. Grandolf spins around, slips on the snow, nearly falling on his ass. There's the noise again. It's a wing flapping noise. Then it is again. 
he whispers shouts, who's there? No answer but there's a commotion in the hedge. Two dragon owls scrabble out and fly off hooting. It's not mating season, is it? Not in winter. What were they doing in the hedge? Crawling through it backwards by the looks of them. Dragon owls, eh? One for the fantasy lovers there. Eh? Yeah, and they're clearly quite um, scruffy looking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, plumage, the plumage got all buggered up in the hedge, didn't it? Well, they were clearly doing something dodging, dodgy in there, weren't they? Yeah, birds and the bees and all that. Well, but may, well, maybe they were. It's not mating season, he said, didn't he? Oh, right. So yeah, yeah, maybe sorry. they were doing um, exchanging, um, I don't know. I don't know. Eggs? Bird food? Seed? <laughs> seeds. Bird seeds. Nuts? I don't know. <laughs> what an owl would do. Yeah, well, what, what, what an owl trade? A dragon owl. Couldn't give two hoots myself. <laughs> Very funny. Sorry about that. I could just got that joke in a cracker. Someone stop him. Then the noise of a car door breaks the night's silence. The guy must have seen Grandolf because he gets out of his car too and by the looks of him, the guy has had a few mince pies too many. Maybe he took advantage of the buy one get one free offer which, in the past few days, has been further reduced to one pound only for club card members. The guy opens the back door of his car, and immediately 12 kids pour out. They all run off and into Tesco. It's a 24-hour Tesco, but the little ankle biters didn't bring any bags for life. And with that, the kids are gone. The guy approaches Grandolf, his belly jiggling. Grandolf says, Hi, my good sir. He says that because that's the pre-arranged code word. The guy nods. Snowflakes fall off his beard when he says, All right, mate. You have as long as it takes for them little nippers to empty the sweet aisle, and no longer. Sounds like he's meeting Fagin rather than Santa, you know. Gaul turned very Dickensian, which is very appropriate for this time of year. Yes, but he should, um, I hope he turns a little bit more noir. I yeah, prefer well. sort of drug deals over um, meeting. Well, is that what they're doing? People. Well, is it? Though? I mean, this, what, what are they got? They're obviously, he's, he's obviously here for a meet. You're obviously going to transfer some goods, but what are the goods? Well, you're not going to do anything um, if you don't want your kids to see it. You're not. You're doing it in the dark at the back of mm. Tesco's. It's yeah. not going to be legal, is it? No, it's not. That's why you put the little kids in. Yeah, distract them. Go buy sweets while Daddy's doing something. Buy sweets. Well, steel sweets. I reckon they're going to half inch them. They don't need bags of life. They just shove it all under the jumpers. Yeah, and I walk out. <laughs> Wouldn't want them to be involved in this stuff at here. Grandolf assumes that means he doesn't have long at all. The kids won't be stopping at the tills on the way out. He says, then let's get this done. Have you got the goods, my good sir? The guy adjusts the crotch of his red trousers, his own trousers, not Grandolf's. Grandolf is wearing black ones. Why anyone wears red trousers is beyond comprehension. Red trousers? What is it about men in red trousers? I don't know. Don't ask me. You're the, you're the guy. Well, every time you see them, they're always on Antiques Roadshow or some other sort of arty-farty thing. And they've got, they're accompanied by a yellow waistcoat and a green cravat. And they're all called... <laughs> they're probably like, corduroy, are they? <laughs> oh, definitely. Loads of corduroy. Corduroy everywhere. going to be red jeans. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. And uh, it's just something about them. And, and they start every sentence with, you ask them the question, they go, 
so blah 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 and they use so as as the opening line to everything it's as if so listen to me i'm very clever you're not I have to say, you're quite in the Christmas spirit today, aren't you? Yeah, well, I think we're getting... That's what... <laughs> what's Christmas if it isn't a time to settle some scores? <laughs> Throw means pies at people. Yeah, I think so. You just look at the average family Christmas. It's a sort of a recipe for a battle. War zone. Yeah. <laughs> after you've had your dinner, after the Queen's speech, you either fall asleep or pick a fight. Or you wear red trousers. Or red trousers. The guy then says, let's see the dosh first. Grandolf pulls a wad of money from his coat pocket. He waves it in the air, and says, 100 like you asked, my good sir. The guy nods, and asks, small denominations? Grandolf answers, yes. Five us. Untraceable? Cause I don't want turboys in blue on me doorstep. Not like last Christmas. They came with two gargoyle sniffer hounds. Well, this is the classic drug deal, isn't it? Well, apart from the gargoyle sniffer hounds. It's got to be something iffy. Yeah. I like his accent. It's quite funny, isn't it? The yes. Turboys. Turboys. Sounds like you might be a Londoner. AI's version of a Londoner. Cheeky chappy. Grandolf waves the guy's worries off. Don't worry, my good sir. The notes are squeaky clean. Now, do you have what I want? Of course, mate. Loads are, and they're big uns. Was a good year. All of them are big uns, says the guy before he goes to the trailer and lifts a corner of its canvas cover. He then turns to Grandolf and asks, Now, do you want radioactive? Radioactive? What's this? Is this our, it's an Armsdale, isn't it? It's the Russians. It sounds that way, doesn't it? But it... You know, asking, do you want radioactive? No, thank you, actually, I don't. He's hardly dressed for it. He's still got his red trousers on. Oh, no, that's somebody else, isn't it? Well, that might protect him, you never know. It might be what some red trousers? Of, um, special, <laughs> special suit. That's really why they wear them, yeah. Has, forget the hazmat suit, just put on a red, pair of red trousers and you bulge your uncle. And it's all on the trailer under, in the, under a piece of canvas cover. Mm, mm. Some kind of a fiendish weapon, I reckon. They're cheaper. Got M from a farmer, near a nuclear power plant. Only £95 a piece. Or you can have a proper, non-radioactive one. But they'll cost you 100 Got em from some hippie chick who runs an organic small holding. Grandolf ponders. If he gets a radioactive one for £95, he'll have a fiver left, enough to buy dragons in blanket as well as gambery sauce. His guests won't notice a bit of radiation. So our AI basically says that life is worth five pounds because non-radioactive it costs a hundred, mm. and radioactive is ninety-five, which what means the hell are they? you're gonna die. Yes, it doesn't sound very good. You don't want to go near radioactive stuff. No, certainly not even for a hundred pounds of ninety, whatever. And no. that hippie chick thing. Mm-hmm. Um, um, some hippie chick who runs an organic small holding. Well, I can see that uh, she's living in a yurt, some kind of a makeshift yurt. There's pigs and things running around I don't know she's wearing a caftan and a big pair of DMs I mean he sketched that in in my mind nice piece of writing there yeah I hope he doesn't mean a real chicken no you know hippie <laughs> no, chick no, no, like a little yeah, yeah, yeah. peace man cluck 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 you know yeah like far out he says I'll take a radioactive one the guy nods and says 
Want some crackers with that? Only a fiver for ten. Grandolf says no, and passes the guy ninety-five pounds. He doesn't want last year's jokes. They weren't funny anyway. The guy counts the money, then smiles. Lovely jabbly. All right, here ya go. The guy bends over the trailer and pulls a frozen turkey from under the canvas cover. Ah, a turkey. Kind of obvious, isn't it? I thought it was. Yeah, something to eat. But a frozen one. Is he frozen because he was on the back of a trailer, or had he had it in a freezer? Do you think? I reckon he's knocked them off out of a, a container lorry. Mm, must be. But if he's going to cook that today, then is he going to cook that today? To put it in the bath, won't cook it, won't fill the bath up, put it in the bath. <laughs> Swim away. <laughs> don't like, you know, I don't like frozen turkey. I like fresh turkey, me. I like cooked turkey. Yeah, cooked's even better. It's a bit chewy if you don't cook it. He hands the turkey to Grandolf. Grandolf takes it. Thank goodness he's had the foresight to wear gloves because it's a cold, hard bird all right. Deal complete and done, the guy stashes the money in the back of his red trousers, and just when he does, a gun falls out of his coat. It lands in the snow. He goes to pick it up. The guy goes to pick it up that is, but struggles to bend down because of his belly. Aha. Grandolf sees his chance. He can have his turkey and eat it too. Now or never. He raises the frozen turkey and smashes the guy over the head with it. Whew, never saw that coming. He's got a bit of a ruthless side to him, Grandolf, hasn't he? Yeah, that is not very festive to kill people with a turkey. No, it's not really. Well, it's not very festive to kill people with anything, really. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> but a turkey. Can you just imagine what the socko says when he turns up? I estimate the time of death was uh, 12.30 by turkey. <laughs> death by turkey. Death by turkey. <laughs> It sounds like some kind of a fancy cocktail, doesn't it? it <laughs> with um, gambery snaps Gam- in it or something. Yeah, gambery snaps and a little umbrella on the side of it. The guy collapses in the snow, blood oozing from a gaping head wound. Quick, get the money back. The kids might be back at any moment. Grandolf fleeces the guy's coat for the money. He finds it, takes it, puts it into his coat pocket... His own, that is, tucks the turkey under his arm, his own armpit also. Runs to his car, his car Grandolph's. Gets in, reverses, turns to face in a forward direction, then drives out of the car park. That's Tesco's car park. Cold-blooded bastard killer. What about that? Bashes a guy in the head with a turkey, nicks his money, pisses off, nice as you like. He's... Definitely going to be cold, isn't he, if he tucks a turkey under his arm? Yeah, it's a frozen <laughs> turkey. Coming right, old chill. Get chill blends with that. And I like the way he said, um, turns to face to, in a forward direction. Yeah, as if he was going to drive off backwards. Yeah, but now see, if this was a Hollywood blockbuster, he would go drive off backwards and handbrake turn it round at the, you know, at the front of the exit of the car park. Screech, screech, screech. Look around the corner. Down the road, never to be seen again. <laughs> And the usual AI's way of explaining everything, isn't it? Knowing yes. who else is going to be. Yes, it's Grandolf's car. Yeah. Yes, it's Tesco's car park. Yeah. I mean, we get it, don't we? We do. It's just methodical. You know where you are with AI. True, very precise. Got to make it clear. In his review mirror, 12 kids stand over the dead guy, arms flailing, 
Grandolf can't go back for dragons in blankets and gambery sauce now. Never mind. He puts his foot down, and zooms off as fast as the snow-covered road will let him. There's no time to lose. His guests will arrive in an hour and he has a Christmas dinner he has to cook. This year, it's a freebie. Sod the dragons in blankets. Who needs gambery sauce? He's probably still got some in his freezer from last year anyway. As for the dragon eggnog and brandy? He has plenty. It was accidentally delivered to his pub. Grandolf relishes the thought of a wonderful meal with friends. He drives home with a grand smile on his face. Ho, ho, ho. Stop recording now. That all right? Yeah, that'll do for another episode. But do you think they mind a murderous episode like that? It's Christmas. Yeah, but they're expecting that from us, you know, particularly you. Is that somebody sawing up a body in the background? You weren't out again last night, were you? Right, give me my microphone back. We can pack up now. Oh, what about our presents? You're not getting anything, mate. I'll put you a new hatchet. A hatchet? Oh, nice, but... Well, you're not getting anything. Just You can have to wrap it back. Oh, charmed, I'm sure. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Ho, 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 ho.